Hi. Hi. How are you? Welcome back to If Bears Are Peeking. Oh, wow. I didn't even like do the thing that we do. Let's no, try that it's again. Fine. Oh. I mean, no, it's fine. I think it's fine. we don't need it. Well, it feels wrong, but also we've been gone for a minute. And I think that's the vibe. The vibe is wrong because we haven't done it in a minute. It's true. So if you're listening, we're also posting a video of this on YouTube. So if you want to watch, feel free to watch. Head to YouTube. I'll try to make them live at the same time, but I also make no promises to that. Because sometimes life is hard. Life was hard for us in February. <laughs> it was. Um, I got dumped. I got fired. And then had to figure out what to do about both of those. Despite having multiple jobs. But I still had to figure it out. It was a tough month. Tough month. Right. And Tiffany's schedule got weird. Because we were doing really well with recording because we like were doing we had a consistent time that we were like, this is the day that we record and we were like doing them in advance that like I had a whole week like we had a whole week to like edit and put them out. So like that got all off track. And so and then also weird things were happening with me personally. So many weird things. Also Josh did not dump me. We are fabulous. Yes. Just to make that abundantly clear. Very happy with Joshua. But I'm pretty sure we would have gotten black for longer if you if, and Josh. If, had, yeah. Uh, I would have gone into the sky and would just be gone from the earth, I think. I Not dead. I just would be living in a cave on a mountain. And by a cave on the mountain, I mean like in a dumpster on Mount Washington. And I would not wish to be contacted. But luckily we are fine. Yeah. Like, I had some, like, messy ex stuff happen to me in real time with what was going on with Tiffany. It was which, like, you... which my thing technically had happened in what originally towards the end of January, yeah. but then dragged on into February. Because, you mm -hmm. know, that's always a fun experience. And then my job decided to change my role. And I had, there was just two weeks where I was just in meetings every day. And that like was not good. No, I it was, was like a in, very, no good, very bad time for all of us. And I'm very sorry, but yes. And you know, I had, my mental state was weird because I had just left a job that I had been at for quite a bit. It was just, all yeah, bad it, was, it was bad times, but it's not going to be bad times tonight because we are finally doing it. We put starting. it together. She's here. She's above my head. We are finally paying homage, tribute to one Marina Diamandis, formerly known as Marina the Diamonds, currently known as Marina, all caps. Marina. Marina. So what we are doing is a bracket style royale of every Marina song, including a handful of demos. Because to get to 64, and we are doing <laughs> to find the best one we had to just throw in two demos but one demo makes a lot of sense because it was performed on tour and the other one i listen to all the time i know it's not gonna win but i had to throw it in there and give it a shot and i think that's okay yeah this these are also going to break up britney episodes yes. when i need a moment that's still coming i mm -hmm. promise just again it was a very unfocused time hence us sharing it all with you so i have randomly generated the bracket i put all 64 songs into a number generator and i created the bracket if you're watching on youtube i'm gonna flash it up on the screen 
And then we will also zoom into the top left corner. And we're going to start with the four brackets in this top four corner. We're pointing, but there's a full bracket covering me and Tiffany up right now. If you're listening at home, we will just tell you the songs, you know? Yes. So we are very excited. I'm very excited to finally get into I'm, this because we're going to have a lot of fun. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, it's we will reference things, but you will not hear them. But if you're in the podcast, you will very likely hear them. J- just because it is take, what it is. Take yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know. Should should we like just do a brief Marina overview for the the viewers the viewers because I mean, how... the viewers might like the viewers are new to us to be fair so if you're new here I've been a Marina fan for a very long time since 2009 like I've been in it and I've seen her ten times live the last time I wow. saw her live was with Tiffany because I converted Tiffany into a Marina stan sure did and it has just been nothing but bliss oh as far it's been as nothing my... but bliss ever since. Um, also, it seems as if there's a new Marina song on the horizon. It will not be included in this bracket. It's coming! <laughs> soon. Like, real soon. Like, real soon. Because, like, literally at any time. Yes. So, that one, that new one won't be included in the bracket, but Man's World is in the bracket. So, we will get to it when we get to it. So, what we have done is, in each bracket, there are two songs. Tiffany's was assigned one song. I was assigned another song to do some like general research on to give you some background on the song then we're going to talk about the songs the pros the cons and then we're going to try to make a decision a like a unanimous decision and if we can't come to that there will maybe be some arguing that's kind of the general we'll see what happens yeah i don't think we're going to get too heated in this first round. not in this first one no but maybe mm, we'll, we'll see. see because i think there's one song that we're going to differ on but one, one grouping okay but so the very first bracket we have weeds versus handmade heaven tiffany has handmade heaven do you want to start us off yes i'm gonna start talking about it i envy the birds but in this handmade heaven i come alive bluebirds forever color the sky in this handmade heaven we forget the time Cause birds of a feather fly together I carry alone So it's nice for some of the later songs in the discography because Marina has commented directly on them. Mm-hmm. As in like tweeted about them. So just a few general things before jumping into what Marina has said personally. Handmade Heaven was written entirely by Marina. The song's production, on the other hand, was handled by Grammy Award-winning New Zealand songwriter and producer Joel Little. The song's official video was directed by English music video director Sophie Mueller. It was entirely filmed in the Estonian capital of Tallinn in January of 2019. Interestingly enough, Marina is the only person that appears in the video for the song. Seriously, Mm -hmm. not a single (laughs) other person is in the video but Marina. Mother Nature. In Mother Nature. Nature. Marina released Handmade Heaven on February 8th of 2019 via Atlantic Records. I remember listening to it the first time. The release not only marked her first in 2019, but also her first solo material to come out since 2015. So, what Marina said of the song. 
she first says, thanks for the love for Hand Me in Heaven. I wrote the song at a time when I felt very out of sync and lost in the world. One thing that helped me at the time was taking time to look closely at nature every day. That's why this song is important to me. It's about the sadness of feeling separate from nature. Handmade Heaven is an imagined paradise. The song is also about a connection with people who are on the same wavelength as you and how special that feels when that happens. Want me to tell you about weeds and then we'll start? Yes. Okay. But it keeps growing back like weeds. Baby, just open your album this song has never not once been performed live by marina fun fact marina described the song as the conflicted feelings and struggles you feel while still being in love with an ex while currently dating someone new and allowing it to negatively affect your current relationship she said after that the song that is the song she related to least when the album came out by the time the album came out she was kind of over the feelings that were put into the song in the demo version of the song, the chorus included the lines, but baby, there's no avoiding it. And I think you know the truth. I've always been stuck on him. Don't think I'm in love with you, with you, with you. And so instead of it going like, Wee! it's like it, this was like all kind of worked into it, but it was removed. But baby, there's no avoiding it. And I think that you know the truth. Um, written by Marina and co-produced by David Costin and also Marina. Do you want to say it on a three count? What should win? I have pros and cons to both songs. Okay, and fine. And I would like to lay it out for you. Fine. Because if we, because I think if we do that, do, or if we do that, I want to give the pro. Are you recording? No, I was looking at my phone to unlock it. Okay. Not everything's about you. You took a video of me earlier. I did. Yeah. So don't even say like it's not even an option. I'm gaslighting you. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Okay. Pros of weeds. Lyrics are very relatable. It's hard to get over people. It is. Uh, It's a very sweet spot. Is it? (laughs) I also would argue that there isn't another Marina song like this song. Vibe wise. Like the way it sounds, it kind of has its own, it stands alone kind of feeling. But that could also be a bad thing depending on if you like weeds or not, because it is a choice. I love the baby, baby. Like, I love that. Like the wee, like there's so much noise in the song, which we talked about a lot in our in the course of our friendship, how Marina makes noises. She be doing, and she we do love be making them. noises. And this is like one of few Marina songs where there's a guitar solo and the guitar solo is pretty cool mm-hmm. to hear because you don't hear that often in Marina. Um, the cons of weeds for me. <laughs> Do you have any pros that you would like to add to weeds? No, because no? I just have strong feelings about this bracket. I have strong feelings, too, but I want to give every song. Go ahead. There's their spotlight and their dark light. <laughs> OK, the black light where you see the spooge and you're like, ooh. Mm. Um, the chorus, while very catchy, can get grating very quickly. Mm-hmm. 
because you find yourself singing it and you're like, I don't even like singing this. Especially when you're not listening to it. Because when you're just like walking around the house cleaning, you're like, like, oh, it's like, and you're probably singing. a good reason why she's never performed it. <laughs> um, I skipped this song a lot when this album first came out. So I like, rem- I remember that to be true. Um, it's not a very memorable track and it gets lost in the shuffle. I feel like that's what you can say of Weeds. Handmade Heaven pros. <laughs> I had to pro con this like a motherfucker. I didn't count my pros and cons because I think they're about even. It was the first Marina single we got in four years. Mm-hmm. So that was very special. Has a great message. Mm-hmm. Very pretty. Marina's voice is very clear. It's like very clearer than it had ever been. I think the way it sounded was very clear. The production was very clear. It was just like a, it was definitely a new sound. There's we were leading a lot into of, the it love. It feels and- like a stillness. Um, Handmade Heaven cons for me, for me. I do not like this song and I almost never revisit it. Um, it is all by all means a pleasant song and very clearly how Marina wanted to introduce us to love and fear, but I would argue it may be the weakest song on the record, period, full stop. I know you disagree with that because Mm -hmm. you don't listen to the last half of the album, but I like the last half of the album. Um, and I think it lacks the original originality of a Marina song, even though I realized Marina was going for a more pop forward type of song vibe for this album um but i don't think it goes as hard as any of the other songs on this album weeds is better (laughs) weeds is better weeds is better there's no questions weeds is a better song when you talk about marina with people and if they know fruit they're like weeds yeah if you've listened to the whole fruit album swear to god people are like weeds a fucking eva destruction was like weeds and i was like yeah weeds Mm. Because it's iconic, and yeah. I think everyone can relate, and yeah. that alone makes it iconic, yeah. and therefore the the one to win the bracket. I oh, like, I thought we were going to have to fight about Handmade Heaven. No, I, I like Handmade yeah. Heaven, but not not as much as Weeds. Here's the thing. I I'm like, not a fool. I cried when Handmade Heaven came out. I heard it for the first time, and I cried. Because I mean, of- it's a really cool first track, I think, but if you... Hold it against the rest of the catalog. Of course, it's we, not going to like it's stand just, out as much. No, and like even on "Love and Fear," "Handmade Heaven," even though it was the lead-in single, is like not strong. No, she's a quiet. Yeah, it's just it was a very quiet mu- moment to me. It seemed like a Marina loved this song, so we're releasing it as a single. Not that's a hundred percent what yeah. it is because that's like Marine the way Marina does her shit at this point. Yeah. So, Weeds wins the first. Easily. That w- I, n- I knew that was not going to be an argument. I'm not a fool. Yeah, but I like giving each of my babies a time in the, the, the sun. I want to be respectful to all the songs. I mean, I gave background on Handmade Heaven. You did? No. <laughs> I wasn't saying that. I think for me, if I'm going to have to say something nice about each song, even if I know in my head there's no fucking chance. I have, them. like, no information on one of the songs, just to let you okay, know. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Okay. So, bracket two is power and control versus numb. You had numb. I feel numb most of the time. Laura, get the Okay, that's t- 
tough. It's a bad one. I, when I told you, I was like, there's one that I'm going to struggle with. It's this one. And I don't know that I have made up my mind. Okay. So I had I found a little snippet of Marina discussing the family jewels. Essentially, Marina described the album as a really diverse album, stylistically speaking, because she's such a flexible writer and there's a lot of pop on it, but there's kind of a lot of left field experimental stuff as well. It's basically an album about what not to be which is kind of where numb comes in. Um, it was one of the last songs written for the album. And I feel like it, it feels like almost a transitional song because the rest of the album sort of follows like it's either sort of weirdly out there and nebulous like Mowgli's Road or Kermit the Frog. Mm-hmm. And then it sort of like all culminates to like this unsettling place that is numb. But it's only unsettling because numb is a beautiful song traditionally until you listen to the words. Right. And then it's very unsettling. Which is, a I lot feel of numb most of the time. Yeah. The lower I get, I get the, the higher, higher I, I climb. Yeah. And I wonder why, why it'll get dark only to shine. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. It's a, it's also, wild. If you're familiar with like Marina's MySpace demo stuff, numb it's also like a culmination of a lot of things explored on those, like put into one song. Right. She loves to sing about the cosmos. It's shown up in all of her work, like the stars. Mm-hmm. She's very interested in the galaxy, it seems, which is really funny because I hate like the idea of space really freaks me out. I know it's there, but like I can't think about it too much because I really freaks me out. It's not even aliens because like I'm like pretty sure that aliens exist there has to be i would say however but there's just like this weird idea that one day i'll be floating through space and just like i'll just die floating through space and like like very sandra bullock it's like my nightmare you'll be okay yeah the idea of like a space hotel has really freaked me out okay are you ready to hear about power and control Okay. Yeah, sure. Power and Control is off of the second album, Electra Heart. It was released as a single and was part six of her archetype series. It was a collaboration with Swedish House Mafia members Steve Angelo and Greg Kirsten, who produced a lot of the family jewels. It's a song about power dynamics and struggles in a relationship. The song was critically acclaimed, and critics thought it was the standout track from Electra Heart, which I didn't know, which is interesting. It is interesting. And the song peaked at 193 on the UK singles chart. The way chart they disrespect Marina. And didn't do anything internationally. You ready for my pros and cons that I've come up with? Sure. <laughs> Power Control is an absolute banger. It is a banger. Maybe the bangerest of bangers that Marina has. Like, sound-wise, sonically, it has, like, good bass. Maybe. Moves, you know yeah, I, mean? I know what you're talking about. Simple song, high impact. I would agree with that. Oh, um, you may be good looking, but you're not a piece of art. I remember screaming that at the top of my lungs to random strangers in Chicago when I lived there because I was like, fuck you. I was like, I also wrote it was probably my Facebook status more times than I could count. Like, that's probably not even a stretch of the imagination. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, 
I always had a very specific vision of what this song was supposed to be and look like. Because I, you know, some people um, see colors when they hear music. Josh has that. It's called synesthesia. Yes. I couldn't think of the word. And I think Marina has it as well. I see stage productions of songs. I will like put it together. And I'm like, this is how this song should look. I do that also. But I also have just like, I have a very vivid imagination. Me too. But like, but that's. And normally if I don't get to that point where I'm like staging out a song, it's probably because I'm not that interested in it. It's like, But the music video of the song is great. It is so, it is so good. The way it's good. shot. The fact that like she's the focus through the whole thing and like the dude mm. is just sort of entrenched in shadow. Like he's like throwing a ball at a wall at some point, but he is like clearly not the focal point. And I love that. I love that. She looks here are my two cons to power and control. Okay. It's heteronormative. It is heteronormative. But I will forgive. I think for Electra Hart, it makes sense that it's heteronormative. Yeah. I mean, I, obviously, she's starting from her point of view. Right. So, like, I can't really fault that. But um, it is. I can't sing it. Facts are facts. I can't sing it from the chest. You know what sure. I mean? Like, can't sing it full. I mean, I do. But, like, there's not much lying behind what I'm singing because I really don't have that power struggle. And I, to this day, never have looked it up. I have no idea what she's saying before she gets into that. I am weak. Which like, I'm playing the phone, really. No idea. Like, I have no idea. Yeah, I know it's like, doesn't mean that I am weak. And then we do I am weak a couple times. But like, I'm vulnerability. I'm like, something about vulnerability, I'm pretty sure. But like, what are the words? I don't know. Not very clear. Here are my pros to numb. Literally, this song is perfect. <laughs> I agree. Um, I can remember crying the first time I heard it. You're also right, because it does build the whole album. This song is the most produced song mm-hmm. on the Family Jewels. The way that it starts so quiet. Yeah. And then it builds. And then. Like a goldfish. Yeah. And then by the end, it's throaty. She's like. Yes. Literally singing out like of her throat. Yelling. Yeah. Um. I wrote that there's just like there's so much there's a timpani in the song like there's like bing, bong, like you're getting like full out production I remember reading a review saying that this song was doing too much I was like it's the only song doing too much because the rest of it is piano key smashing because like doom, 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 which arguably she's doing in this song as well but there's like a lot more hap- the strings mm-hmm. there's just the strings like, yeah. uh, we've talked about this song specifically like about marina um because just scratches all of the itches you want from a marina track i don't know this song has my whole heart it this does. wins yeah this it has wins. to be good but it like, has to power and control power I, and control is very, a bop but it doesn't have the legs that no, numb has but it it's like too, it was too easy to just dismiss power and control you and can't, I just, yeah you can't you can't because that's not fair you simply cannot but numb is like it's well it was my if you've been around it bears repeating for a while it was my number one song no my number two song of the decade Mm -hmm. okay so this is probably gonna be the weirdest one for us to discuss because it is disconnect versus baby which are both songs produced or in collaboration with clean bandit which is so funny so baby but I'm already someone else's baby. Oh, 
more single where she's not credited as Marina and the Diamonds anymore. It is the fir- it is included on the fourth studio album, Love and Fear. A version without Fonzie appears on the album's vinyl release, which is interesting. I have the vinyl. I don't even know that I noticed. Because mm-hmm. when you see it live, it, it does throw you. Mm-hmm. Clean Bandit teamed up with the Welsh singer and Puerto Rican star Louis Fonzie for this Latino-fused banger. Marina handles the bulk of the vocals while Fonzie contributes a verse in Spanish. Marina has said, I wrote this with my boyfriend, Clean Bandit's Jack Patterson, which is how I learned who her boyfriend even is slash was, depending (laughs) on what's going on. It's got beautiful, quite classic melodies. I didn't know what I was writing it for. I just knew I wanted to do another session with Jack as we hadn't since we had met and written the 2017 single disconnect and I love it. I'm very happy. It's on my album. It's lovely and jubilant, 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 jubilant. Yeah. I'm saying jubilee and it's not how you say jubilant. (laughs) It's just a beautiful love song. I'm very open to collaborations now, but for some reason people don't really approach me. We reached out to several people for this album actually, but they all said no. And while Marina's laughing her ass off while she says this, by the way. So what else about- was asked? I don't know. Ah, uh, okay. Let me tell you about Disconnect. Okay. Feel my body shutting down. I don't want to hear a sound. Feel my battery running low. I don't want to be alone. Yeah, I need to. one is a journey was a journey it's weird because like i know you like some of this you weren't real time for Mm -hmm. i I remember this one real time so this song um debuted during clean bandit set at coachella in 2015 and youtube would not let the the video of this live because like it was coachella always you can watch it on youtube every Mm -hmm. year and you could at the time so people were like screen recording it so the people could watch it later but it kept getting copyright striked so fast. Like I remember seeing it posted. I would like try to get to it and I just like couldn't ever get to it in time. Um, It was very frustrating. Okay. So this song wasn't properly released as a single for two more years on June 23rd of 2017. This song does not appear on any album, Clean Bandit or Marina. And the reason for the delay is that Clean Bandit wouldn't settle, couldn't settle on production, and they went through 30-plus mixes of it. In 2016, while Clean Bandit was having a titter Q&A, Marina tweeted asking when the song would be released. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. The song was uh, released immediately following Marina performing with Clean Bandit at their Glastonbury set. And um, when she was introduced on stage by Grace, the Clean Bandit, she said, we're so excited right now because we're about to share with you a brand new song. We finished it last week and we released it today. It's a collaboration with one of the greatest artists of our generation. And she, Marina, actually wrote it together with Jack the first day they met about two years ago. And we're so happy that it's finished now. Here I go with my my pros and cons. Because I think we're going to disagree on this one. I'm like fairly certain, but we'll see. Uh, my favorite parts of Disconnect. Uh, I like the theme and message of the song because you're it's about being like too caught up in your technology and not literally not being able to live your life. 
And I feel like Marina is definitely the kind of artist I want to hear singing about this. Because I feel like she has the intellect, the smarts, mm-hmm. the intelligence to, to sing about this in a way that doesn't feel like phone bad. Nature good. Like it's a little more nuanced. <laughs> it is than more that. nuanced yeah. than that. Um, Marina herself has had a real evolution with her social media, especially like during Electra Heart, which was like very social media heavy. We were on Tumblr, we were on Twitter, and she was like using them <laughs> like a real person, like not like a real person, but real people of the time. Were I was going to say, as people yeah. did at the time. So she was posting all the time. And then during and after Fruit, it was almost like she just like she wasn't using it at all really and now she definitely uses it more as a strategic thing for her music and sometimes she'll post about cats um which i love i i like the cat i, I mean I always, it's yeah. literally so cute and i find the very satisfying on this song yeah it's, it's like it's like it's like yeah and while i don't always love when songs don't really build I find this like very pleasant to listen to. I like the song. Um, cons. <laughs> it, the, the track is just overlooked a lot. Like I don't think people think of it when they think of a Marina song, mm-hmm. really. Um, and it lacks a little oomph. Pros of baby. It does slap. It does slap. Um, it's also fun to hear Marina with another person on a track, which we like don't get too often. She did that song with Griffin, which, which is like a, DJ I think and another person appears on it but they don't really like sing together and it's also interesting hearing Marina do like the Latin flair mm-hmm. because I don't know that I would have thought her voice not that she's not capable but like I wouldn't but have associated the two of. yeah not what you would think of the chorus hits so I also good. like whenever like <laughs> yeah I um and my favorite part of this whole song and I don't know why it always strikes me but I like make sure I like tune in whenever it happens whenever she sings my heart's like a rubber band i'm like in my heart's like a rubber band and it's a show shame yeah we love to sing on this podcast if um cons i have to be in the mood for this song this song if it comes i i will i have to skip it if i'm not in the mood for it uh, I wrote the live version is very jarring because when you skip the Louis Louis Fonzi part altogether, it's like I remember uh, Nick turning to me when we whenever it was happening, he was like, "Wait!" And I was like, "Yeah, he's not here." So like, <laughs> I don't know who you think ever more. He's not here. He's not here. Um, and I do have to admit the part where she's like, "I was young and know that love you were not Like, I don't really like that. <gasps> Oh, I love it. I don't like that. I don't, there's this, and I love Marina's phrasing. So like for me to, it was just like, for whatever reason, that one, like, just makes me go like, Ooh. and I say that we just came off an episode of our other podcast where we listened to Shebop, which was like basically all of that. So mm-hmm. I don't know why sometimes it's okay with me and sometimes it's not, but. So what are you trying to say? I'm picking disconnect for this one. I, that would be my choice. It's so boring. <laughs> it's so boring and no one even knows the song but it's so good but it's so boring it's not boring it's literally so boring how often do you go out of your way to all the time disconnect you are so full of it i am not i bet i've listened to disconnect more than i ever have listened to liars and the lies who tell them i am not lying literally 
a single featured on an album and disconnect just exists nebulous not attached to anything i will because tell you boring oh, okay first of all because it's it in is my boring. spotify countdown from last year so it tracked and baby did not i'm just saying i'm gonna let you have baby because i know i'm not gonna win this one because you but- don't have the facts baby not that I don't have facts. Don't have I just facts have a taste. Baby. You don't have the facts. I am tired of dis- I, uh, the erasure of disconnect just really pisses well, me off. Well, if it were more interesting, it wouldn't it have erased not itself. Interesting. It has lyrically, there's content there. Yeah, but the rest of it is boring, which is why it's it took not more bo- than two years to come out. It's not boring. And also, you weren't starving for marina <laughs> content. That's why you like it so much. You have fucking trauma associated with this release. I don't have trauma associated with its release. You were waiting and waiting and waiting and you got a morsel and you gobbled it up. I still like it more than Baby and I will stand by that. You can like it more than Baby, but Baby has legs. Baby's Plus gonna- she looks so beautiful in the music video. She's like literally a goddess. And she sings her ass off in that song. She has also commented on that. She was like, this is very difficult to sing. Don't we all fucking know? Exhausting. <laughs> oh, truly, yeah. the fact that she does that live on purpose is a feat. You know what I'm saying? Now? Anyway, you have As Rootless, talking, and I have Mowgli's Road. I'm just so. telling you, Rootless and Mowgli's Mowgli's Road wins. great and i love rootless first of all there's no information on this about the internet on the internet at all Mm -hmm. it's just like and rootless is on this album it also has a bonus track on the american version yeah and like i looked and looked and looked but like nothing exists about Mm -hmm. rootless but it also doesn't matter because it's going up against mowgli's right and nothing it's really hard to beat Mowgli's. no you're not mowgli's Um, road is a tent pole i'm also not just But I just also want to make it known that I do have taste. I'm not. You know what I mean? I know that disconnect like, I, is my outlier. Like, I know that. It's just like, and yeah. I also would never disrespect Mal Like, it's just also, I need, I need everyone to know. I'm going to tell you about. Tell, I'm saying, yeah. go for yeah. it. So this is the second single off the Family Jewels. Bold choice. Uh, Marina only called it Mowgli's Road because it had a Disney vibe. <laughs> to it specifically the don't know don't know don't know part not the cuckoo that well we'll get to that in a second <laughs> kanye west blogged about marina and this song in particular but i, believe I it. could not find evidence of the post because i wanted to like read whatever kanye said about it i would love um, to know that. i just read so many articles had about mentioned, it yeah like yeah. it's like and like they'd be interviewing marina and like and they're like so kanye blogged and she was like yeah that was nice and that was like be essentially this was like it. before we realized that we needed receipts for everything <laughs> 
I even like did the way back machine. I'm like Kanye West. But I'm like, I was like really trying to like get there. I was like, also like I have, there has to be like a Kanye West archive somewhere. Like I know that has to be a thing because if I can find Kate Bush on a vegan television show in the 80s, I should be able to find Kanye West blog post from 2010. I'm just One saying. would hope. Yeah. But again, there was a, a pre-internet, a pre-internet, internet and then now post internet (laughs) okay so this is a fact that i remember so i could be misremembering it so like let's take that for what it is whenever the family jewels launched on itunes i remember there was a podcast but it was someone interviewing marina about the album but it was it came out with the album was very easy to find i swore up and down i had that shit downloaded somewhere could not find it. I was like, that was going to be my resource for any of the songs from Family Jewels to like pull a Marina quote. Not there. Couldn't find it. Found half of it on YouTube. It is not the half that I needed. It was like the second half, not the first half. So like Mowgli's Road wasn't even on it. But I do recall um, there, no one was really satisfied with the track, right? They like knew it was almost done, but it needed something. And they were just trying stuff. And that is how the cuckoo came to be. And so then it was worked in. So it wasn't even initially part of the song. It was what completed the song. And arguably, yes. The cuckoo is very special. Because it used to just be at the live shows. Click, 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 cuckoo! And then the song would start. And they're like, like you would just. Um, I mean, this was like my first favorite Marina song, too. Because it came out. It was like a single with I Am Not a Robot, but I always liked Mowgli's Road better, even though I Am Not a Robot really put Marina on the map. Huh? So good. I Am Not a Robot is so good. Like Numb, I think this is also like one of those songs where it's like everything you want in a Marina track. You get your kooky, you get your message. The bridge of this song is weird. We are the spoons metallic mean we've scooped it like <laughs> I had no cons to Melody Drone. I was like, I don't know that I can come up with anything. I mean, I never like Rootless was like such a throwaway track. It came out on the deluxe version, which came out later on iTunes, and it was like something I had to seek out. So when we were watching, there was one day that Tiffany was over and I just had like a live mm-hmm. performance that I had already started watching before Tiffany came over. That I had seen before. Yeah. That's what I do in my free time. I think I had seen it before, too. I just was... Uh, that was the day I got broken. It's in with. good yeah. quality right, and so available <laughs> for free. Yeah. So. I do love, though, when she performs it live, whenever she hits, like, running with my roots, and she goes on her tiptoes every time mm-hmm. she sings it. But Rootless does not stand the test of time with, like, the other tracks either. It definitely feels like... The, the era of Marina that had like black lipstick and it a varsity like jacket, that. you know, and it just like didn't evolve. Although arguably she hasn't performed Mowgli's Road in a minute. Like it did not get performed during the Love and Fear tour on any Which stop. Which is fair. I think that's okay. That is okay, but it is my favorite. So when I don't hear it, it makes me sad. But it did. It got performed a lot. Like it made it to whenever she did the... um Oh my God, what was the. Neon Nature? Yes, she, she did perform it then. It was, I think it was, I remember losing my mind screaming, you know, 
they're like, this is my favorite song. Even though, like, is it? <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> so that is bracket one. Oh, we already said them. We started with Numb is not Mowgli's Road is the clear winner. Yeah, it yeah. just is. It's fine. So that's bracket one. We went from eight to four. And we're going to do it again. That wasn't that hard. No, it wasn't. It was easy breezy. You were like, <laughs> I was like, let me tell you about every song. <laughs> you were just like, okay. I have a clear winner. I just need to talk it out. Sometimes I just need to talk it out. I spent a lot of time. With I just these. knew. My heart knows. I spent 10 years with some of these babies. And That's even fine. though I know they're not going to win, I'm like, but we need to talk about we them. We can talk about <laughs> them. I just like also know in my heart. And some of my songs, like, I honestly couldn't find anything about. Yeah, I mean. And I also, I, I was I found, trying to oh. focus on stuff I knew you wouldn't know. And I was mm. like, ah, it's only so much information. Right. I got a lot of my information from, like, a Marina wiki. Yeah, yeah wiki. I, I also came across the wiki. Um, and I learned a lot. And then I then started clicking on things. And I was like, I can't live here. No. I, I got to the point where I was, like, clicking on things. I was like, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And, then it was like, and I was like, this is why. There's a very specific reason why I don't do this. Because then I won't get lost. And I can't be doing that. However, it did lead me to that weird guitar version of Radioactive. And I was like, oh, did you listen to it? I don't remember. Because it was like 40. The, the, the thing I sent you was 45 minutes long. But it was like the very first track. And I was just like, there's a weird version of Radioactive on here that you have to hear. We'll play it after this. because Yeah, I don't fully cool. remember. Anyway. So these will be interdispersed. If you're on YouTube, thank you so much for watching us. I hope we didn't annoy you with our singing our stylistic choices and I'm sure we'll like we'll build a pattern as these keep going because obviously as we get further along in the brackets there'll be less to discuss like after this first round it'll just be like it's this song mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. all right thank you guys so much for listening thank you love you too love you too bye bye, bye. Blah, blah. Oh.